Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, June 26, 2023, and this is day 1923 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and honor you and praise you, and you alone deserve all the glory. I thank you, Lord, for helping us to keep our heads up and to stay alert And as we go through these last days, as we see all the things that are happening all around us in this world system. But Father, we know that you've got us and that we should not fret or get worried or weary, but understanding that these things must take place. You said it will get worse in the last days, but you will provide for your people. So thank you, Lord, for equipping us and strengthening us to continue to press on as we fulfill the purpose you've given us. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. And I ask my Lord that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is unique people in our lives. God will allow us to encounter people that are different from us, who are have different gifts than us. And some people that you might think, I don't want to have nothing to do with them. They don't act like me. <laughs> God is saying that's good. He doesn't want us to all be the same or do the same. Let's take a look at what happens here with Gideon in the book of Judges, chapter 7, verses 1 through 15. Judges, chapter 7, verses 1 through 15. And it says, early in the morning, Jerubbabel, which is also Gideon, and all his men camped at the spring of Herod. The camp of Midian was north of them in the valley near the hill of Moriah. The Lord said to Gideon, you have too many men. <laughs> I cannot deliver Midian into their hands or, or Israel would boast against me. My own strength has saved me. That's what they would say. Now announce to the army, anyone who trembles with fear may turn back and leave Mount Gilead. So 22,000 men left while 10,000 remained. So there started off with a total of 32,000 men. 22,000 men left, 10,000 remained. But the Lord said to Gideon, there are still too many men. <clears throat> Take them down to the water and I will thin them out for you there. So he's saying, I'm going to thin them out for you. <clears throat> and I would imagine, well, if I were Gideon, I'm thinking, but God, the more people I have, the better. <laughs> I, I need them all. You know, we're going to fight against this great army of people. And, uh, you know, we need to be able to win with as many men as we can, as, as we have or more. But Gideon didn't say that. And he, he went, but the Lord said to Gideon, there's still too many men. Take them down to the water and I will thin them out for you there. 
If I say this one shall go with you, he shall go. But if I say this one shall not go with you, he shall not go. So Gideon took the men down to the water. There the Lord told him, separate those who lap the water with their tongues as a dog laps from those who kneel down to drink. 300 of them drank from cupped hands, lapping like dogs. All the rest got down on their knees to drink. The Lord said to Gideon, with the 300 men that lapped, I will save you and give the Midianites into your hands. Let all the others go home. Wow. He went from 32,000 men to 300 men. Now, the Midianites were, they were, they were no soft group there, y'all. They were huge. And uh, they all were forever uh, attacking and antagonizing uh, the Israelites. And so 300 men to go and fight them. The Lord said to Gideon, with the 300 men that left, I will save you and give the Midianites into your hands. Let the others go home. So Gideon sent the rest of the Israelites home, but kept the 300 who took over the provisions and trumpets of the others. Now the camp of Midian lay below them in the valley. During the, that night, the Lord said to Gideon, Get up, go down against the camp, because I'm going to give it into your hands. If you are afraid to attack, go down to the camp with your servant, Pura, and listen to what they are saying. Afterward, you will be encouraged to attack the camp. Now you notice how God knew, he already knew that Gideon might have had some fear or reservation there. He said, now I'm going to give you some proof. I want you to take, I want, I'm going to encourage you. So take your assistant and you all go down and take a look. That's, that's how much God loves us, that he knows our heart. He knows, he knew Gideon wanted to obey and that he did obey, but he still had some reservations. So he and he, and Pura, his servant, went down to the outpost of the camp. The Midianites, the Amalekites, and all the other eastern peoples had settled in the valley thick as locusts. Their camels could no more be counted than the sand on the seashore. 300 men against all of those, and there were so many of them, you couldn't count them. It was like the sands of the seashore. You cannot count the sand. That's a lot of people. Gideon arrived just as uh, a man was telling a friend his dream. I had a dream, he was saying. Uh, a round loaf of barley bread came tumbling into the Midianite camp. It struck the tent with such force that the tent overturned and collapsed. His friend responded, This can be nothing other than the sword of Gideon, son of Joash the Israelite. God has given the Midianites and the whole camp into his hands. When Gideon heard the dream and its interpretation, he bowed down and worshipped. He returned to the camp of Israel and called out, Get up! You see how much more he's encouraging? He's saying, Get up! <laughs> the Lord has given the Midianite camp into your hands. And the Lord did. And he had them do it in his own unique way with unique people. And uh, the even God even had the people that, they, that Gideon was fighting 
uh, the Midianites go against each other. They killed each other, <laughs> a lot of them. So you just, you never know how God is going to do it. And we must not um, be weary about, you know, who God puts in our lives to help us to accomplish what he's giving us to do. Point number one, have you ever noticed how God puts different people in your life at different times? Different times, different seasons, or or different times of journeys in our life? God works through people. So don't despise or miss the opportunities they bring to your life. Oftentimes, they have gifts that complement yours. They have wisdom in areas that you don't. So don't let their unique personalities keep you from receiving from them. It's all a part of God's plan for your assignment, your journey, and fulfilling your God-given purpose. God had Gideon use far less men than he thought to win the battle. They were unique. They were not afraid to get in the trenches. They did not care about what others thought about them. They were true to who they were. Are you missing the wisdom of God because the person he's using to bless you is different from you? Maybe they talk different. Maybe they're a different culture. Maybe they're a different race. Maybe they're different. uh, Maybe you were expecting a male and it's a female. You know, maybe they they don't have the kind of prestige you have or 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 maybe they're more highfalutin (laughs) than you are. Whatever it is, trust God and let him uh, take care of it through whomever he chooses, even if they lick the water out of their hands like a dog. Point number two, God will also give us a glimpse of the victory to encourage us along the way. He will not allow us to go through more than we can bear. He loves us so much that he will provide us with everything we need to win every single battle. But it will be in his own way, in his own time. We must trust him. You know, I've been telling you guys about in T-Zone how we're doing uh, crocheting now with our class and uh, how amazing it's been. And and God put it on my on my heart. That was probably the last thing I would have ever done. Uh, I wouldn't have thought, oh, yeah, we'll teach them that. Okay. Well, there's so many things that they learn from that. But my uh, one of my spiritual daughters, Monisha, uh, she and I were talking and and she said, um, Momsie, I could I could teach crocheting. And, and I thought, well, that's different. <laughs> but I'm like, okay. You know, the Lord put it on my heart. Okay, let's let's do this. And uh again, as I've said before, it has been amazing to see the calming peacefulness that comes on the kids as they are crocheting, their their attentiveness, uh, and you know, even though she may not get around to all of them, they're pulling up tutorials to learn. They really want to grab hold of this and how they pull out their uh, knitting needle and their thread uh, during times where, you know, while they're listening to me doing training or whoever. 
and and they don't have to write. They're taking out their crochet needle and their yarn and they're crocheting while they're listening. It is just one of the most beautiful things I've seen and something that I would have never thought of. But you see how God will do it? I remember a time when I um, had my business serving clean and, and we did staffing for parties. And I also had a segment of my business that we did intimate dinners. And uh, it, w- it was quite uh, rewarding, but it was a huge endeavor because we would take everything to the person from the china to the centerpieces to the sparkling cider to the huge dinner that we would pick up at, you know, a fancy restaurant. And then we'd have to keep it really hot for them. So the the time we got there, we would take us to servers. We would be there to serve them all the utensils, all the, you know, the wine bottle openers. There was such a long list and I had to put everything in a big case, like a suitcase to carry it with me. And if I left one thing, we were up a creek. You hear me? <laughs> we we would be doomed. So it was, it. I had a long checklist and I had to make sure that I did not forget a thing. Well, it was getting to a point where, mm, it was getting upside down. I mean, we would even provide a musician. We would provide a pedicure, a massage. Uh, we would contract that workout. And uh, men really loved this service. They would call on us and have their wives or significant other at a hotel and have us meet them there. And the oh my goodness, the women would be so surprised. Or they would, one man had us meet him at his office where he had a huge uh, long, long conference table. And he and his wife sat together at that conference table at the office while we brought in all the food and, and, you know, and all of the service. And, you know, it got to a point where I was literally not making as much as I needed to, to cover the cost for everything. I enjoyed doing it so much. But in the meantime, prior to that, God had blessed me with a mentor through a program I was in. Now, this mentor was unique he, to me. He was someone that I did not expect. First of all, he was a male. I was thinking I'd have a female mentor and he was white. And I figured he's not going to be able to relate by me being black and understanding. Well, it was quite the opposite of what I thought. Uh, and God proved me wrong at, on every count. This gentleman uh, met with me every week. He had his own business. He was very successful. And he would come. To, I was uh, located at 18th and Vine. He would come and meet with me every Tuesday for one hour. And uh, we would go over things. And he brought up the intimate dinners. He said, so, you know, as I were looking over your financials, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it doesn't look like the this is as profitable as it should be. And I said, yeah, I know, I know. And and uh, I said, I'm putting it on the back burner for now. He said, okay, let's do that. Put it on the back burner. You think about it and figure out if this is something you want to continue doing. And it was like confirmation for me. God had, you know, put it on his heart as well. And he shared that with me. I already knew that it was time to stop, but it was something that I really, it was my baby. I really enjoyed it, but it wasn't profitable anymore. And uh, after being encouraged through him in so many ways, uh, he worked with me and helped me to grow uh, my business in other areas. And it was just a blessing. And I ended up uh, ending the intimate dinners and we started doing something else. 
but I'll never forget that and how God sent this gentleman into my life. His, and um, he blessed me so much. I learned a great deal from him. God is doing the same for you. Don't despise, uh, you know, the the way the person is or their other, them being the opposite of who you are, possibly uh, them looking differently than you are. Um, whatever the case may be, God knows what's best for you. So trust him. He will give you a glimpse as well as to, you know, what it is that he's going to bring you through. He's going to let you see that you got the victory. You just simply, we simply must trust God all the way through, all right? So give it to him and allow him to have his way in your life. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the most important step you could ever make in your life. You will spend eternity with the Lord and with God the Father. Woo! Glory be to God. I love you all so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and human and sex trafficking and awareness, along with DIY projects, teaching them how to do small household repairs. We had our teas on Sunday yesterday at our church at Destiny Life Center, and it was awesome. So I'll fill you in more on that on Friday. <laughs> Thank you all for your support and for your uh, for your your uh, donations. We are extremely grateful to each and every one of you. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye bye. <laughs>